You're welcome to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast, and I'm your host, Abuja-based event photographer Tavishima Ayede. A little bit about my personal background before we delve into the topic for today. I graduated from the University of Aberdeen, and I'm a proud alum. I'm currently participating in the student mentorship program for both the undergrad and postgraduate degree students in uh, in the university. And I've been currently assigned to a third-year psychology major who is interested in a photography career. Now, we've had several discussions so far, and uh, our discussions have mostly been in the wedding photography uh, aspect. She's interested in photography in general, and we've been talking a lot about wedding photography because that is a lot of what I do. That's apart from the corporate work that I do with uh, the British Council, NGOs, uh, and other diplomatic missions here in the city of Abuja. And um, one huge finding that we've had in the course of our discussion so far is that a multidisciplinary approach uh, comes in really handy when you're trying to build an event and wedding, um, when you're trying to build a career in the events and wedding um, industry. Um, okay, now the principles of... Another thing that we've discovered, apart from the fact that it, it, it pays to have a multidisciplinary approach, is, okay, let me define what I mean by a multidisciplinary approach, first of all. My um, primary academic background is in the law, and I found that um, several... Several things that we do in the law, like uh, case management, having client meetings and things like that, have come in uh, extremely useful when it comes to dealing with clients and also um, following through on my sales process as a wedding photographer. And we've also found um, for my mentee that it's also the same. There are several things that they learn in psychology about listening and relating to people that also come in handy when it comes to uh, uh, being a wedding photographer or being in the event business because listening to your client is an essential part of being involved in the in the um, wedding industry and the event space because you have to listen to your client get a sense of what it is that they are interested in before you uh, make a proposal about what it is that you're going to do for them whether you're a cake artist or whether you're the event planner or whether you handle the pyrotechnics or uh, if you're the wedding photographer like myself or if you're the um, the, uh, the videographer now um, principles uh, back to the bit I was talking about about um, principles of um, personal selling so principles of personal selling, business management, money management, and all these sorts of things, they also apply in building a wedding, um, a wedding event business. And in this case, since my mentee is involved in uh, the study of psychology, a mental health practice, that's if she were going to set up a mental health practice. So that's a summary of what it is that I've been um, saying. In the multidisciplinary approach, you're going to learn about principles that also will apply in personal selling, business management, money management, and those sorts of things. So for those of you who are coming into the wedding, uh, to the wedding industry, but without the professional background, let's say you didn't study event management before coming into the event industry, 
uh, and I'm sure that will be probably be 99% of us because since I started as a wedding photographer maybe about 10 years ago I've only run into two people who actually studied that in university that is um, event management and both of them happen to study abroad in the United Kingdom I'm not sure if uh, Nigerian schools offer uh, those sorts of um, courses in I'm not sure if they offer those courses uh, in our local um, curriculum now another way that we can see about the multidisciplinary approach is as a friend of mine in Abuja his name is Mani and his outfit is called sculptors events I think his professional background is I think is in real estate but uh, I think it was maybe a project management major or something like that but he takes that background um, into building his wedding planning um, business so uh, for those of you who who did some studying in project management if you hang out with uh, Manny you can see that he incorporates um, some of that into how he builds his business so you see a lot of um, project management theory and practice there as he executes the wedding to make sure that everything is tipped up and runs on time he also has a background uh, and an interest in theater but I think that was more from interest but not from a um, not that that's part of what he studied in his undergrad and he also brings that to his wedding planning business as well so um, today we're going to take a detour uh, well from now we're going to take a detour maybe for another three or four episodes uh, to move away from personal selling per se and we're going to explore topics beyond personal selling that my mentee and I have recently um, been discussing. Now, the reason why I laid this preamble, the idea that a multidisciplinary approach is going to come in handy when it comes to uh, personal selling, business management, money management, and those sorts of things, is that in discussing um, loads of things with my mentee, we've been going, we've not just been talking about uh, wedding photography, I mean, we've not just been talking about the wedding event space, but we've also been looking at things from the other angle which is the uh the mental mental health space so we're going to tease out things as we go along in this detour about things that um we'll make a detour and look at um, other material that are not necessarily event related but we're going to be able to learn principles from there about how to sell better about how to manage our business better and how to manage our money better so with that in view, let's go into the first item uh, that we're going to discuss today, and that is money management and money pitfalls. Now, the study material that we went through here was a podcast that I gave to my mentee. Her name is Becca. So the study material that I gave to Becca was the Sell the Couch podcast. Now, it's a podcast about um, sales and marketing, but it is directed towards mental health practitioners only so like i said this is not related to the event space it's not related to the wedding space this is for mental health practitioners only but still we can learn about personal selling by listening to people in other disciplines so the podcast is sell the couch podcast and it's the episode 220 that's money management and money pitfalls now i wanted to get a sense of um, what lessons that becca took away from it and um, 
well the, the the principles what she took away from that basically were money management models about how you ought to set aside some money for taxation um you ought to set aside some money for um let's see what else running expenses um and things of that nature and uh for those of you who if you have stitcher or itunes or whatever catcher you have why don't you take a look it's episode 220 that's some useful tips that you can get there but then in our discussions between becca and i i shared some of my own um some of my own um, insights that's from running my business day to day what my own ideas are about money management and um, money pitfalls now uh the first thing um the first thing i'd like to get into when it comes to money management is i'd like us to have the assumption that our business is always going to grow we always have to assume growth we always have to project growth because if you don't assume that you're going to grow and if you don't wake up every day and project onto yourself that your business is going to grow you're not going to be motivated to sell otherwise so we always have to assume growth so uh the next thing is um i found it useful to allocate a salary or a stipend or a personal sum or whatever it is that you're going to um, call it for yourself i would suggest that you have this fixed and predetermined so that you don't cannibalize your business now if you keep um, dipping in arbitrarily you haven't set defined limits you're going to find out that you'll be skinned from one month to the other because you're going to max out um, you're going to max out uh, more often than not you'll max out the money from uh, from your business and there's not going to be money left aside for other things you also have to set aside some money for the tax liability in Nigeria that's your corporate income tax that's the amount that you pay at the end of the year. Then there's always the there's also the value added tax, and uh, the Nigerian tax institutions. That's the Fed, federal inland revenue service, and then your state inland revenue services in your respective states. They're getting more sophisticated, especially now that we have these um, this uh, BVN structure in place. That's your I think it's your bank verification number. So they're getting more sophisticated in, in tracking us down. So that's something that we need to um, something that we need to get into. We also have to set aside a certain amount of money for working capital every month. That's for your monthly and your day-to-day um, running uh, expenses. Okay. So that's uh, that's my own that's my own uh, take. That was my own contribution to our uh, study material. So my personal practice has been to allocate money for my major expenses, which are transportation, because like I mentioned in the earlier episodes, personal selling, well, for me, the way I practice it anyway, involves um, a lot of uh, phone calls, visits to the home, visits to the office, attending bridal shows, um, things like that, sometimes marketing at um, uh, wedding classes, sorry, marriage classes, marriage counseling sessions. So... Yeah, there's a lot of uh, cost involved in uh, transportation. And also, I do the fulfillment myself. So, I head to the vendors myself and supervise the production of the books, the frames, the albums. Um, I also like to make sure that they're wrapped up nice before they're 
sent off to the clients. So I do a lot of running around. So I set aside money for transportation. I also set aside money for uh, the internet because I always have to be hooked up to the internet at all times. And then the internet is a big part of my job fulfillment because um, let's say for the corporate gigs, for instance, for the NGO work, I like to finish sorting out everything on site. So I make sure that the photos are, um, I call the photos, I, um, I edit them, and then I, I load them up onto the cloud, prepare the link, send it off to the client. I like to make sure that everything is fulfilled on site because if I get back home, I've got kids and well for those of you who have kids you know you know you know how it is you get back home and you just you can't get everything done so i spend a lot of money on the internet i make sure that i have at least 20 gig on my phone at all times that's apart from making sure that the house internet is also sorted out then i also set aside money for business promotions that's instagram um the money that uh, i use for bridal affairs and uh yeah things of that nature now, other money tips that I spoke about with Becca was to collect deposits in advance. The reason why I recommend that is because it's good for cash flow and also because it helps you to secure commitment from your clients. I learned about this the hard way because the first time that I was written up about in Bella Niger, I had 20 uh, inquiries after that. I got four possible clients and I remember at the time then I still lived with my mom in Lagos and she kept saying, you know, take money, take money, take a deposit. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to take the deposit because if I take it, I'm going to spend it. And she said, if you're worried about spending it, take it and give it to me. But at the time I was a hothead, I decided to stick to my principles, in quote. And at the end of the day, I got zero weddings. So remember, I said I spoke to 20 possible clients, over 20. It looked like I was going to go ahead with four of them, but I didn't go ahead and collect a, a deposit and ended up with zero bookings. And uh, that was a pity because that would have been a really um, profitable, uh, that would have been a really profitable quarter um, for me. So another suggestion that I had to my mentee Becca was to use um, invoice apps, collection apps, those sorts of things, and not just use Microsoft Word or Excel or whatever PDF um, creator that you have because when you do that you have files scattered all over your phone and all over your desktop and it would it um, you need to have your proper records in one place and not just scattered all over the place on your computer the reason why that is necessary especially from a personal selling standpoint is when you've sent out um, invoices or contracts or whatever documents it is that you use in your sales process you can't follow up or follow through effectively in the sales process except um, unless if you have them in one place that you can refer to and that gives you a sense of where you are. So in my own case, what I use is Wave and I would recommend that it's a super app. So when I pull up Wave, I can see that I have sent an invoice to Okechuku on the 16th of March and it's for 250000 and um, he has paid a deposit of maybe 150k and so we know that the next step is to um, have the conversation you know two weeks to the wedding to be sure that all the expectations are uh, on point for those of you who use contracts i'm assuming that's where you have the contracting conversation you do your redlining you sign your papers and everything and then you collect the final um, um, deposit 
So what I use is Wave Apps. Uh, it really helps. It, it's, it's beautiful for handling my invoicing because it's, um, it, it has customizable templates that you just slot your logo in. And so it's really beautiful. And then another um, good thing about using uh, invoicing apps or collection apps or whatever it is that they're called is most of them have this um, total function at the end of it, totaling function. So it helps, it really is motivating when you open the app and you see how much you have outstanding in, um, in um, what's it called, receivables. I think that's the, the, the technical term in accounting. That's when you see how much money is still owed you. So you can see that you have issued invoices maybe for the total amount of, let's say, 1 million Naira but you can see that you've only collected um, deposits to the tune of maybe 300,000. And so you know immediately that uh, you have to follow up because you have 700K pending. So it's a very, uh, these things are very motivating um, in themselves. So I'll leave it there for today because I think we've gone over 15 minutes, which is the typical time limit that I've kept to for now. So in the next session, we're also going to have more details on beyond personal selling. That's things that we have to look out, um, look out for beyond being a personal selling guru to help grow our, uh, our sales and um, how we manage our business as well. And yes, they're also going to be based on conversations that I've had with my mentee, Becca, who is the third year psychology student. Now, as always, I would like you to please like, comment, and share the podcast from whatever podcatcher you have, whether it's Stitcher, iTunes, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Overcast, whatever it is. You can also share directly to your Facebook and your Twitter handle. So if you're listening to this particular episode, you can just look at the share function and share directly to your... Um, to your uh, you know, share to your uh, social media uh, handles. I would appreciate that to help promote the podcast so that other people can uh, learn and get in on the action as well. And then if you can, please comment or send me a DM on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at ayede underscore photography. Ayede is spelled A for alpha, Y for Yankee, E for echo, D for delta, and E for echo. A-Y-E-D-E underscore photography on Instagram. So thank you very much, you guys, for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.